Hey friends, I'm Nikki Smith, your host here at A Heart That Beats for Home, the podcast where we're ditching filters and diving headfirst into the raw beauty of all things home. Now, I am no expert when it comes to this whole parenting and marriage dance. I'm simply a gal who's been riding the mom roller coaster for 22 years and a wife still untangling the mystery of it all 25 years after saying I do. My goal is to bring you unapologetically messy and boldly genuine conversations about cultivating strong families. We're gonna laugh, possibly cry, and straight talk about the joy and chaos that comes within the four walls that we call home. No judgment and certainly no perfection. Just real talk from my heart, a heart that beats for home. Let's dive in. Hey friends, welcome back to another week here at A Heart That Beats For Home. Thanks so much for being with us. Today I am excited to come to you with really no notes and just kind of a chance to have a conversation with you about something that's been on my heart. Um, I had to laugh the other night. We are like in what, week six, seven here on the podcast and had to laugh the other night because I crawled into bed feeling just a heaviness, a weight of the responsibility of this new endeavor on the podcast. It has been a bigger time commitment than I had anticipated in my naivety of just starting this out and doing it all kind of bootstraps on my own from the beginning, the technical side, the recording, the content. It has just taken a lot more time than I had anticipated. And I'm glad I didn't know in the beginning what it would take because it might have scared me off. I know and I feel like this is something that I'm supposed to be doing. I don't know that I know the exact reason other than my passion is cultivating strong families and I want to be able to encourage others who are working towards doing the same or even those who that feels totally overwhelming and cultivating anything feels like I don't have what it takes. And so I just feel like I know I'm supposed to be here. I know that the community is going to grow to bless the ones that it's supposed to bless. But I crawled into bed the other night and I looked at my husband and I said, well, we're six weeks in and I feel like I have no more content left to give. And we just kind of both chuckled. And the reality is that's just fear and overwhelm trying to tell me that I don't have what it takes. And it just reminded me that I think that becomes so true in anything that we're doing. And as you know, I've gone through just the last couple of weeks, just being in some different conversations with different women, I just continue to hear this overwhelming, repeated tone of moms who feel like I don't have what it takes. I'm I'm consistently messing up. My kids are just going to be a wreck. Uh, You know, somebody else is doing it so much better. I'm not equipped. All of these things that are lies that are creeping in to our belief system about not being enough for the kids that we have been entrusted with. And I can relate to this so much. It's something that I still battle with. Having been a parent for 21 years, I just feel like there are times where you're like, either A, I don't have what it takes, or B, I thought I did, and the result on however I did whatever the thing might be did not come out the way I wanted, or it totally backfired when I thought I had this great parenting moment and actually everything I thought was going to happen, the opposite happened. It's easy to get stuck in this trap of feeling sorry for ourselves or just doubting and shutting down and looking side to side to compare. And so I just wanted to come today just to chat off script, no notes, just kind of my heart specifically for young moms. I think, you know, we can have these feelings of overwhelm at any stage. Again, like I said, I have teens and adults now and I still feel that. And I think two emotions that come in that the enemy wants to use to derail us are A, inadequacy, 
and B, regret. I think those are the two things that as moms we struggle with a lot, whether it be just feeling totally inadequate and unable to care for the way that you feel like you want to, your children, to be able to train them up in all the different ways, physically, emotionally, mentally, socially. Like there is just so many different things that we feel the ultimate um, responsibility for. And then also just this regret that we can have when we feel like we've missed opportunities or maybe time has just flown by. For me, the other day I had this moment of, I don't want to call it panic, but just kind of a take your breath away moment where, you know, I have this 21-year-old that's a junior in college. I have a freshman in college. And then I have this little guy who is not so little anymore and he will start high school next year as a freshman. And just this moment of, oh my word, four more years. And then you start doing the mom math, right? You're like, okay, well, I've already had him for 14, so I have 10 less years left than what I've already had, right? Like, did you ever do that math when you're thinking about these big milestones in your kids' lives and thinking, my baby is starting high school? And immediately the thoughts want to go to, man, I wish I would have been more intentional with this, or man, I wish I wouldn't have let some of these opportunities. It can creep up on us on the day-to-day when we feel like I've been so busy with, you know, the the executive things of running a home and the tasks of running a home that I haven't really stopped to connect with my kid. And that was something we talked about last week on the podcast, just that need to really connect with our children. And we can be just bogged down with so much guilt and just specifically wanting to talk to young mamas with the really little kids, the babies, the toddlers, maybe the the grade school kids. I just want to say to you, and maybe other moms my age won't agree with this, but I just want to say to you that I think that stage of multiple littles and, you know, a lot of times people find themselves in their 30s at that point when they have a lot of little kids and probably it's a time where you or you and your spouse are trying to push towards career advancements and life just feels crazy. I can say for us, honestly, that season of life, like the 28 to 35-year-old range was probably for sure the hardest. It weighed the heaviest on our marriage. It had the most just people that needed their physical needs depended on you to get dressed, to feed, to wipe, to everything. And a lot of times for me, it was in that same stage that I was working at building a career, but my husband was actively building a career and was gone traveling with his specific job at the time a lot. And that was just a really, really hard season. And I'm just, I'm so grateful. Honestly, when I look back, some of it feels like a blur. Sometimes we watch back home videos of those precious times because they were precious, but I I watch it now as a 46-year-old and I'm like, oh my word, how did we function in that house? Because in the home video, the house is trashed. And you guys, I don't remember the house ever being like trashed, but I watch those home videos and I'm like, sweet girl, you are a mama that was barely holding on, but somehow you did it. And so I just want to be able to come to you younger mamas as someone who's made it through that stage, not at all saying we did it all right, but made it through. And what I can tell you is when I watch those videos back, I I just see so much joy and happiness and kids that although sometimes they looked like a total hot mess, hair everywhere, mismatched outfits, there was just a lot of joy. And I think 
you know, if I could go back, I know that's not the way life works. We don't get to go back. We don't get to redo it. But I wish I could take some of my wisdom from now at 46 back into that house when I was 28, 29, 30, and just tell that sweet mama, like, you're doing a great job and you do have every single thing that you need with the help of God to get you and these kids through this and that you don't have to be perfect and they're going to turn out all right and just stay consistent and stay the course because the rewards of your efforts are beautiful. And I just want to say that to you mamas that are listening that maybe feel like, I don't know if I can do this for a handful more years. I don't know that I'm doing it right. I just want to tell you that you're doing a great job, that you were called to be the parent of each one of these children that you've been entrusted to, whether that's one, two, three, four, five, or more, that you have been called, that that exact child was formed in your womb or given to you through adoption or however they became a part of your family because you were the person that was called to raise them and that you do have what it takes. And you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to have it all together. It can be messy and it can be real. And you just have to keep showing up and be willing to learn and to seek forgiveness along the way. And I just want to encourage you just to keep going. I also want to encourage you in this stage, you know, again, if I could go back and talk to Nikki at 28 years old, I just, I would tell her invest more in your marriage. And I know I can even like chuckle thinking about because you're like, yeah, right. Like I am so touched out. I am so everything out that at the end of the day, I just want to crawl into a cocoon in my bed and go to sleep and not even have to adult anymore. And I think in that stage, I think Jed and I would both say it was probably the toughest stage in our marriage for so many reasons. You're kind of still establishing who you are. You're still figuring out marriage. It's a totally different ballgame in marriage once you add kids to the mix and different responsibilities and household. And I just think that we were so busy that we didn't take time to connect the way I wish we would have in that stage, to make the, the monthly date or the weekly date a priority. And I think we maybe romanticize what dating and all of that has to look like. And looking back, you know, it could have been putting the kids to bed and lighting a candle in the kitchen and eating on paper plates without distraction for 20 minutes just to connect on the day or having a set time where we met together on the couch early morning before the kids were awake just to connect or making it a priority to get away and go on the trips. And I think sometimes us moms are guilty of not doing that because we feel like our kids need us and we need to stay here and you know, I'm just the one that has to do everything. And I, I just want to give you permission to say, it's okay. Your kids are going to be okay. If your marriage is in a place right now of struggle, and that is a really big rub in your, in your marriage and in your family, your kids are okay to stay with grandma or to stay with a friend or to do a swap with another mom that says, hey, our marriage really needs this weekend getaway. I imagine yours maybe does too. Would you be willing to swap weekends with me so that you and your husband could get away for a weekend while I watch your kids and then you watch my kids while me and my husband get away? Are you willing to do that with us? Find the people that you trust to take care of your kids so that you can continue to just lean into your marriage because I know that 
is a, it's a point of contention. And as you start to believe lies and doubt of overwhelm that everything just feels heavy, it is easy just to kind of check out and to just exist and to get into a place that you become almost a roommate with your, your spouse and you're just going through the motions of survival. And there are stages of that. And I get that. But again, I'm just thinking back, thinking what are the things that I wish I would have done a little bit different? And I think we're just too hard on ourselves. I think we are just way too hard on ourselves and we set ourselves up for unrealistic expectations. And the things that now if I were to sit my kids down and maybe this will be a whole podcast that we can do someday is just sitting them down and asking them. I mean, you can do it in your own life. You can look back and ask yourself, what do I remember about growing up? And I promise you, it wasn't that the dishes were done every night. It wasn't that you know, my laundry was always folded in in my bedroom. I don't even remember what systems we used to do laundry. I don't remember. I mean, I remember Saturday morning chores, but I always had clean clothes and I don't remember if I did them. I don't remember if my mom did them. I don't remember if it took a week to get them back up there. Like all of these things that we in our day-to-day of mom life, we put such high expectations on ourselves to perform and provide. And we forget to just take time to savor in the moment of today. The fact that you will never have your kids again at this exact stage. You will never have your kids doing these exact activities, having the same conversations. Like time is the only thing that we can't really get back, right? We can make more money tomorrow. We can make, you know, all these other things that we can make up for. Time is the thing that we can't make up. Like once it's gone, it's gone. And just want to encourage you uh, wherever you're at, whatever stage you're at, that to just savor it, to savor it because it does go fast. What is the saying? Um, The days are long, but the years are short. And if that is not true, I don't know anything actually that's truer than that. And I will tell you that the older your children get, the faster the days go. The days no longer are long. The days are short and the years are short. And so right now in this stage of early parenting, when the days do feel long and very demanding, to savor it, to soak it up, to relish in it, to take the home videos, to take the pictures, to sit, to smile, to do the craft, to take the walk, let the dishes wait, let the laundry wait, let all of that stuff wait. And if you're feeling depleted and run down, just go spend time being fully present in this role that you were given at this time. Lastly, you know, I think when we feel like we're not enough, we're not enough. I don't know that I have what it takes. Somebody else is doing it so much better. I love the the statement, we become what we behold. Part of this evolution of motherhood is becoming the vision that we have for ourselves. And we don't get to have a baby and come home from the hospital and have it all together. I think that would actually be a disservice to us as humans, as parents, if we came home and we had everything that we needed exactly lined up and buttoned up to be the perfect parent. Because the lessons that I have learned, the things that have grown me in my life, the struggles, the obstacles, the highs, the lows, most of them have come within the four walls of my home and my marriage and my parenting. They're hard things, right? But it's the hardest things in our life. The things that we fight the hardest for are the things that hold the most value, that have the most long-lasting reward, legacy-type stuff, being a wife, being a mom, creating generations of humans 
this is crazy stuff that we've been tasked with. As a young mom, just being in this place of maybe starting to envision what is your what is your vision as a mom? What is your vision of how you will look as a mom with if you're in the newborn stage? What are some attributes that you want to develop as a young mom to then get you to the toddler stage? And then as a toddler stage, what are some attributes that you want to work on and sure up as you get into grade school? And then grade school into middle school, middle school into high school, high school into college, college into young adult. The things that we get to learn along the way are the very things that equip us for the next stage. And so what you're doing now is equipping you for the next stage and you will have enough to do the next stage. And again, it doesn't mean that we're going to do it perfect, but it means that we're growing into the role that we've been given. It means that you are exactly what your children need. And we get to ask forgiveness along the way as we mess it up. I just think that this is such a beautiful example of growing in grace as we parent giving ourselves a lot of grace. Again, I wish I would have given my younger self a lot more grace to say, you were doing a good job. You know, Facebook memories, Instagram memories, they can be bittersweet. They pull up these things and it's like a gut punch. But just today I was watching one and, you know, I would say that I'm a more methodical mom. I'm not like a super, you know, fun mom. There's some moms that just have like, oh my gosh, they're just so much fun and they're always doing and creating and going and I'm kind of more of a homebody and I've just made environment in our home. I can get in the trap of thinking, oh, I wish I would have had more fun or I wish I would have been more loosey-goosey. And there were definitely times where that was who I was, but a, a Facebook memory popped up and it was, it, there must have been a big ice storm and Landon, our youngest, who's now 14, was probably four. It was a video where I had pulled up to a tree on the side of the road And I opened his window and it's just a video of me saying, you know, that he'd been looking at memorized by these trees and all the ice on them for days. And we had had conversations about what would happen like if you shook it. And we had been talking about it as we were driving. And it was a video where I had just pulled over to the side of the road and I opened his window and I got him unbuckled from his seat. And I just said, hey, stand up. And I had literally pulled so that the branch was almost coming into the window. He popped his little head out the window and he grabbed that bare branch covered in ice. And he just started shaking it and shaking it in total amazement. And ice crystals and blocks were falling to the floor. And he was so excited. And you know, now 10, 15 years later, looking back on that video, it's just precious reminders of like, you know what? You did do a really good job. You did find moments to savor. And yeah, there was a lot of really mundane times and there was a lot of, you know, survival times and there was a lot of times where you didn't do it the right way and you had to ask for forgiveness. But guys, there's also a lot of times that we don't give credit for that we're kick butt at this job that we've been given that we are absolutely owning it and we're laughing with our kids and we're dancing in the kitchen and we're driving up to the ice tree branches to be shaken off. We're helping them navigate the schoolwork and pass the test and just the things that seem so mundane that actually are beautiful, beautiful things of cultivating security and self-esteem and belief in the eyes, the hearts, the souls of our kids that we so often don't give ourselves credit for. And so today, I just want every one of you mamas to know you are seen. You are doing a great job. The guilt is not serving you. The I'm not enough narrative is not serving you. As you continue to grow in this role as a mom, 
you'll look back and you'll be really, really proud of yourself for what you did and for the humans that you're creating. And so take some time, go back, look at the memories and just give yourself a pat on the back and say, we're doing a great job. We've got some things to learn on. Put the people in front of you that are going to help you learn. Get the mentors in your life that you can turn to when you come across hiccups or you feel burnt out or you're not sure how to navigate a situation. But never forget that you are doing a great job. You are called to be their mama. You were called to be his wife. You have everything you need to keep moving forward and to do it well. Friends, I love you. I'm proud of you. I'm in this with you. This is this is no easy feat, but it's one that brings more reward and more gratitude than anything else that I have ever walked in my life in my 45 years here on earth. So love you so much. Keep doing it. Keep showing up. You'll be proud of yourself when you look back. Until next week, friends, take care.